You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. Yeah! Thank you once again for joining all of us. This is This is episode 17, and yes. I'm actually confident about that this week. Because we got it wrong last week. Yeah, we were so yeah. confident about it being 15 last week. But it week, wasn't 15, but it was really 16. There's 16 in between 15 but and 17. this one's 17. We just don't know how to count. I don't know how to count. I just don't like even numbers. No, yeah. You know, I've always been a fan of the... I, mean, I, don't, the best. Like, I don't like numbers. I'm a journalist. <laughs> so you're all about That's letters. True. That's right. I'm yeah, all he letters is. and yeah, and words and sentences, paragraphs, commas, yeah, all that stuff. So let me introduce who who we have here with us today. Once again, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall. Yeah, glad applause. to be here. Woo! We need an applause sign. Yeah, like one of those little like I'll add it in later. Yeah, <laughs> some sound effect. Yeah, uh, my partner in crime, Dan Shifo. Yo, what's going on, everyone? What's Woo! going on, everyone listening and on Facebook Live? Yeah, this is exciting. I would say check it out. Uh, I hope it posts afterwards. So check it out on Facebook <laughs> Live or uh, listen like you're listening now. But check it out. And videographer, if you want to turn that around real quick so people can see you, this is. Amanda Shifo. Yay, look at that. We Yay. got this going. No, yeah, look at you. She's our producer of this episode. Yeah. Good job, dear. Technology. Technology. Now, Who do we got with us? Yeah. Let, why don't you introduce him, Dan? We have uh, my very good friend. I've known him forever. Um, some may know him as Ben Lewis, but he's most commonly known as BC Steel. Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. All right. Yes. Thank One you. One of my uh, oldest and dearest friends. Uh, oldest. That's right. Yeah. Like uh, like Max Power, and then, uh, that's a, that's a Simpsons reference for anyone. But uh, but no, what, yeah, one of my oldest and dearest friends. I've I've known Ben. Uh, we've known each other since high school, and um, and you've illuminated my life. You <laughs> see that? It, um, but no, yeah, it's it's been since high school, and um, we met in in uh, like a science biology yeah. type class, chemistry. It, it was, thank you. Oh yeah, wow! So it see, was, chemistry it was, brings it, people it together. Was, it, it always I have does. a chemistry degree. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, we could talk about that the whole code. podcast if you want. I wasn't that good at okay, I wasn't, Like, I could, but I wasn't that good at it, and Ben didn't show up yeah. the class. Ben didn't show up. Stoichiometry. <laughs> Stoichiometry. But we, we did an awesome, uh, we were supposed to do a, a presentation on elements, yes. and we did an awesome one on lithium. Yes. <laughs> we actually did lithium in front of the class. It did. Lith- that was part of it. Okay. But it was also um, we we also bonded in professional wrestling, uh, and we created this fake character uh, who believed in lithomania for anyone who doesn't like wrestling, which yes. is Hulkamania. Uh, so it was it was rather it, it was rather amusing. It was fun, but uh, it was a good time. So we, but uh, but no, like I. Um, ben, how do how do we meet in chemistry class? You saw <laughs> two streets ahead of me. There are well, two seats ahead of me. Beat you know. It um, was. Um, Ben thought I was a jerk, and yeah. I feel kind of bad, yeah. but it was, yeah. I was convinced It was, it was, was a, a little jerk. bit of a rocky start. Mm. <laughs> uh, I have two interests in life, sports and wrestling. And in high school, I was actually quiet. So anybody that is watching this from my Facebook page uh, may find it hard to believe, but I was a quiet kid. I, did, I didn't really say, didn't say boo to a goose, as the term goes, <laughs> which nobody may even know that term. I might have just made it up. I've never heard it either. Feel free to use it. Um, <laughs> so the first day of school, I wore my brand new, brand new Ken Griffey Jr. jersey. Ken Griffey Jr. And I was so proud of it because it was new and... Uh, the kid two seats behind me goes, "Hey, Griffey's in class today." And hey, I'm it's like, "Ken Griffey." I'm like, yeah. "This jerk." 
Uh, whatever. Yeah. Next day, I wear my Mark McGuire jersey. He goes, oh, McGuire's here. How many home <laughs> runs are you going to hit? I'm like, this dude. Because <laughs> true. Because there were two middle schools, and they come together in high school. And I It was we, east and west, and yeah, and I was so, part of east. So I, I'd never met Oh, you'd never ben. seen him before. Yeah. Yeah. But this, the funny part is, in ninth grade, I missed, there's 180 days in the school year. I missed 90 days. Never, oh. never saw me. Yeah, I was, I was right. very, very ill. Never it was met sophomore him. year that we met. So, yeah. No, junior. Or ju- sophomore oh, year, geez, I only missed you. five days, but still wow. never met him. We did find out we were on the same uh, soccer team, soccer team when soccer. we were five. Yeah. I don't remember oh, that. Oh, really? But yeah, because we were looking, I found a, um, an old, the, the soccer, the, the, the pictures, pictures that you would do. do. Yeah. And I go, hey, that kid looks like Dan. And Is that I go, like rec board soccer? Uh, it was actually totally. outside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I was not a good yeah. soccer player. It was not my best. But, um, oh, that's fine. So the the third day of school, there was a referee by the name of Mark Curtis. He had just he was either dying at the time or just he passed. was dying. He, he hadn't was, passed mm. yet. And but, it, but it was pretty much yeah. Like so, we're not on a good terms. And I mean, we're. Go- I don't even like, know. Did you even know that I thought you were a jerk at that? Point? No, I had no clue. <laughs> yeah, I was probably so happy about. <laughs> but the, I was just kind of uh, like you know. I was just kind of like. Were you yeah, trying was, to tease? No, or was, it was that, just all no, good fun. Yeah, it was just all in good fun. I was like, hey, look, it's Mark McGuire's in class. You know, like it was it was playful. I, I, love, I did not pick yeah, up was, on social cues then. I think it's funny because you thought that he was. Mocking you, yeah, and teasing you, and Dan's just like, just oh, I playful. love the fact yeah. that you have all these different jerseys. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so Mark, so he has the Mark Curtis shirt, yeah. which has a bunch of a lot of wrestlers. Yeah. It was a benefit show yeah. for for a referee, and it had a lot of wrestlers who were part of that benefit. Who was he was dying from cancer at that time, and you have to know who they are. They're yeah. not like names that right. Okay. It's not like John Cena, Hulk Hogan. It was names that you have to know. Right, and I remember saying to another kid in our class. Just offhandedly, I go, if this kid gets on me today about my shirt and ca- starts calling me Mark Curtis, I'm just going to smack him. Like something which I would never do. Right. And you're like, there's no way he yeah. knows Mark and Curtis. Was, and then he smacked me. Because I was a nonviolent kid and I'm yeah. a very violent adult. Rar. And um, so I'm sitting there and I go, oh, I hear, oh, Curtis goes, oh, he's going, oh. it's true. I'm sitting it's there true. and I'm like. No, there's no, no. And then he starts saying the name. She goes, oh, so-and-so and references wrestling. And like the heavens opened up, everybody disappeared from the class. And I went, oh. And, much um, how it went. and I go, so do you like wrestling? He goes, oh. And then it just snowballed from there. And we I was were, like, wow. We were in the same gym class. And That's we were unreal. in the thing where like we, we had to walk around the class, walk along the track and do like that, that whole thing. Yeah. We walked around the track and talked about wrestling the whole time. Yeah. That's awesome. Like it was... Yeah, but Dan generously slowed down to uh, to make it look like we were the same speed, but he could have t- could have blown circles around. Me. You had your key. You had your keychain that said "Clear the road." I'm 16. Yeah, that was the other. Well, it wasn't. You didn't do that yet. It's because I thought I was cool because I could drive, and it said "Clear the road." I'm 16. So I'd come into class. He started. He goes, "Clear the road." It's I'm true. 16. It's I'm like, true. But by that point, the wrestling thing had had molded us together. So um, we hit at that point. Yeah. So that um, that I would say was. Re- as I've said before, wrestling, people are always two degrees away of separation from somebody involved in wrestling, mm. and wrestling brings people together in really bizarre ways. It's, yeah. Because if but, not for wrestling, I might have slapped them on the third day. That's true. And he did slap me. No. <laughs> um, but no, like I thought we just uh, bonded through all of that, and, and you know, Ben's just a, a great guy, you know, and um, you know, one of my best friends and one of the, one of the nicest people I know. Uh, hey, wait, wrestling people are the, tell the truth. Yeah. Well, sorry, sorry, wrestling people. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. One of the, you know, he, he, um, that had a reading, you know, um, did a reading at, at my wife and I's wedding. And, um, <laughs> after I finally got up after, yeah, she did, it was, you were slow, <laughs> slow to the trigger a little bit, but, um, 
we just kind of bonded through all that, you know, through wrestling mm-hmm. and went to shows and, and different things like that. And now, you know, as a lot of people in wrestling know that, um, you know, you're a manager. You just won, you just won manager of the year again, right? I did. Well, that's uh, awesome. How many times yeah, is that? Man. Lo- locally in Pittsburgh. And there's it, a lot of like... An IWC won, but okay. I've been there two years, I think. So this is your the first time you won an IWC? Yep. How many in PWX? I guess you do think, a lot of feds. I think five or six. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it's, 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 I guess, fan voted. So that's kind of cool, even though I am hated and horrible. And sure, sure. I will stab you in the back and have you arrested for carrying a concealed weapon. But I, um, no concealed weapons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool that, like, you know, we bonded through wrestling and mm-hmm. um, Ben is, is this, you know, great manager and everything. And, and I think it's funny. Oh, he yeah. always, he always tells me, um, you know, because we knew each other in high school and he always told me that, um, you know, if you knew who I am now, if you knew who I was in high school, that nobody would believe you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of just speak to that whole aspect? How you know you were this certain way in high school, just didn't have, and and just how wrestling and being a manager just kind of gave you that confidence. Can you just kind of speak on that end? Absolutely. Uh, I actually referenced this on my podcast before. It's who I am you now. Can, you can plug it if you uh, want. Uh, one step forward podcast at one sf podcast on Twitter. BC underscore steel on Instagram, and I don't just post pictures of food. I got the shills out of the way. That's very impressive. <laughs> You're way better at the podcasting thing than I am. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, go on. Just uh, yeah, about about how how that gave you confidence. Who I am now compared to then, it's a huge dichotomy of. There's my first fifty cent word of. There you go. Of, I of, like a big of one. Personalities. When I was in high school, I was very quiet. I was reserved. I had no self esteem. The idea of. Like I said, I would have never slapped him. I wouldn't have even said, I would have just went, okay, well, um, I guess I'm Griffey today or <laughs> I'll be McGuire. I, I'm wearing McGuire tomorrow, so get it ready. Um, I said no self-confidence and it came from uh, just being a quiet kid. Like I didn't have any real, like I was, I was outgoing to people that knew me. If you really knew me, you would see mm-hmm. that side, but it wasn't external. It was yeah. more internal unless I would be around people I knew and that was comfortable with. Once I got into pro wrestling, it's uh, kind of baptism by fire where you're going to either develop a personality and it's going to come out of you or you're not going to last. And with managing, I couldn't be – there's 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 four ring posts and you can't be the fifth one just standing there not moving. You have to be energetic, especially when so you're what is a on man- a mic. Uh, since I don't know as much oh, as no, you problem. guys do about no, wrestling. Good. Yeah, that's fine. I'll bridge the gap for our audience. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what – is, how is a manager in wrestling different than just a manager in another sport type uh, of a thing? Think of it as a, maybe a cheerleader. You yeah, think? think of it as a cheerleader but with it, yeah. Go ahead with with a little bit of think of if professional wrestling is a steak, the manager is the garnish. Nobody's going to a restaurant like man, they have great garnish that they put on their steak. Yeah, but it it accentuates the overall product. It's not manager in the terms of. I, I'm not going to arrange somebody's flight. I'm not going to. I've I've negotiated pay for guys before, but not. That's not like an official title. They don't give me ten okay. percent, or do they? <laughs> but um, no. But it's it's just playing a role uh, similar to okay. for anybody that knows wrestling from back in the day. If they've heard of Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, that would be the guy Paul that Heyman. people would associate. Yeah, Paul Heyman, Heyman currently yeah. today. So it's just it's just another role on the show. The main difference is I am not normally not physically getting involved. I'm not the guy that's being slammed and thrown about and beat up. I'm the guy that on occasion gets that. But for the most part, I get to act like a buffoon and, and run around and okay, that's fine. You can holler. And you kind of help advance the storyline. Yeah, I'd imagine exactly. that you hand the metal chairs off. Yeah, another way to describe it. Somebody described it to me. I wouldn't be the main actor; it's supporting actor. Okay, 
if it were You'd a, be a, a great movie. manager, Ben. So ben, I, yeah. I would have a ton of fun with that. Yeah. I just keep like throwing, it, you know, it, chairs over here. Here's another chair. Yeah. And it's <laughs> unique too, because with, with like a movie, there's, there's different takes and you can alter a role. Anything involved in wrestling, it's one take. You're live, you're in front of it. Yeah. So you may have to adapt. You may have to, things get thrown off kilter. So it's really, it's acting, it's improv, it's, uh, it's kind of unleashing the creative juices, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that's what really developed my personality because I had all these ideas. I had all this creative uh, creative idea of as far as, well, this would be cool. Or how about this? Whether it's character or storytelling or just funny lines, yeah. which I like the boo to a goose, which I don't even know if I came up with that myself, but I'm going to take credit for it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, pro wrestling yeah. kind of was that funnel like, hey, here's something that I can just throw everything into. And through that, I was able to the, the relationship I'm in, I owe to wrestling. The the job I have, not because wrestling doesn't pay my bills, <laughs> but um, the job I have, I owe because somebody I know in wrestling worked for the company and got me in the yeah. yeah. Like yeah. wrestling has so much greatly improved my life and improved who I am. Hmm. And it sounds like it gave you confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. And I may knock it sometimes or sometimes and watch wrestling. I'm like that. Why would they do that? Or this bothers me about wrestling or that. I do the same thing. But, but so overall, does everybody. Yeah, yeah. Over anybody who watches it always thinks they can do it better. Like <laughs> yeah, right. watching a movie go, well, why did Andy Dufresne tunnel through the wall? Why didn't he just, you know, <laughs> just bribe a guard? He could have right. done that. Kind of like that. It yeah, sounds ridiculous, sure. but everybody that watches wrestling always has an idea of what they would have done. So it's, it's unique. And as much as I may knock it, my life without it would be vastly different. Yeah. And so, I don't think I would want to think about what it would be like without it. You speak of the confidence it gave you. Um, maybe if somebody else is dealing with the same maybe confidence, like what would you suggest for somebody who might be having that issue with, and might still be stuck in that shell that, that you were stuck in in yeah. high school? Like what would you say to maybe anybody who's still there and needs, like they need their pro wrestling. You got your outlet. They need theirs. Um, what would you say to anybody who still has that kind of confidence issue? Well, first and foremost, find what you love. Obviously, yeah. professional wrestling, even when I was the quiet reserve kid, I always went to local shows. Yeah, yeah. And the first mm -hmm. thing to do is find what you love and then find a way that you can further that, whether it's music, sports, politics, uh, pro wrestling, yeah. volleyball. I mean, anything. Under badminton. Badminton. The Simpsons. The, si no, I don't. <laughs> the Simpsons. I mean, with yeah, the way yeah. social media is, you can be a blogger, you can be a YouTuber, you can be a podcaster, you can craft what it is that you love and find a way to be more involved in it. That's number one. Number two, and I'm not going to play armchair, arm, armchair, English language, <laughs> my second language, by the way, armchair psychologist. Okay. But I think whether it's self-confidence or overcoming things or whatever it is, it starts with self. Yeah. Everything starts with self. You need to have a clear, concise goal if you're, if you're striving to be something. And if you're going through strife, you need to know what is it that bothers me? Like we've yeah. talked before about the worst year or two of my life. Yeah, yeah. And breaking it down to, okay, I know I'm going through stuff. I know, quote unquote, life sucks. But what is the root cause that's bothering me? To so figure out like my life isn't mm -hmm. good. I need to figure out why my life yeah. isn't good. Yeah. And books can help that, self-help, therapy, whatever the case may be. But it certainly starts with self because – Everybody knows, like I would say, if I called you tomorrow, you yeah. would be there. And I, I can oh, call yeah. you at 1 a.m. And you, you have heartbeat. picked me up at 1 a.m. I have picked you up. That's true. That's true. I have picked you up at 1 a.m. That's a great story, but we will, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, it wasn't alcohol related. It was It was because I almost it's, hit a, my car that's exploded. True. But yeah. Um, yeah, not yeah. literally, but wow. pretty much. Yeah, so, yeah. But but the thing that's I would awesome. say is it, everybody has those people, but it always starts with self. Like I couldn't yeah. reach out and say, hey, help me get over this. 
Because where do you start? Sure. It has to be the person, and that's anything in life. That's my philosophy, so. Uh, Through professional wrestling, um, gave you great confidence, worth, and outlets, all of that. Um, also a little bit, of, a little bit of, you know, just kind of problems and, and things yeah. like that. Can you speak to, you, you referenced 2007. Um, can you, can you kind of speak to that and maybe kind of go into that a little yeah. bit? I know a little bit, but I'll let you kind of tell yeah. the story. It's, uh, to start with it. And I think a lot of people, <clears throat> people close to me know the story now, but a few people right. know bits and pieces. So this will kind of put it all together. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you start at the end of 2006, I had actually bought an engagement ring. At Century Three Mall, which for people hey, that know yeah. what that is, it's in Pittsburgh. No, there's nothing there anymore. There was so. a water main break. There's lots <laughs> of water. Well, now it's a water park <laughs> yeah. um, for, for all four stores that are there. But um, Century I went there and I was excited. I was 23. I'm like, you know, my life is completely like this is good. This yeah. life is great. And you I were in mean, the business probably since 01 at that time. So you've yeah. been in there for so probably five, five years. years. So you've been going at yeah. a good time at that and, point. And yeah. wrestling to me was, I was still in that. I want to work everywhere I can every yeah, single yeah. weekend. I want to be out, which doesn't always maintain for great relationships, but but I, that's what I wanted. Sure, I just, sure. Yeah. But when you're not away from home, but I was, or when you are away from home, but I was still like, this is what I want. I'm going to marry the girl I'm dating. I'm going to move on. Um, that the end of 2016, there was a party and and there was drama with people, drama mm-hmm. with friends and the girlfriend and all that. I wasn't directly involved, but I knew all parties involved. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like you know what, things are still going good. Uh, February 1st of 2017. My grandfather passed away on 2007 or 2007. Yeah. I was like, well, I hear your grandfather. Yeah. I was like, 2007. Same. Yeah. No, yeah. but the February 1st of 2007, uh, my grandfather passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. The night before, January 31st, or the day before, I had taken him, taken him to his oncologist. His oncologist actually told him the tumor that he had had shrunk uh, by half in oh, a wow. record amount of time. So he said, we're not going to change anything. We're not doing surgery, yeah, chemo. Yeah. Keep taking the meds we have you on. We're going to go. So it's still in my brain. I'm like, everything's good. Yeah. Sure. I remember those That's two. good news. Exactly. You know? I'm yeah. like, like I'm winning left and right. Yeah. Like, nothing can everything's beat me. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Everything. I was just, I was just going to say, <laughs> everything's coming up BC Steel. But, yes. <laughs> but then into that morning, uh, I had found him. And yeah. my life immediately went topsy-turvy because yeah. not only am I an only gr- a child, but I'm an only grandchild. Sure. My father passed away in 03. He was gone. It was literally in that house, oh, wow. me, my mom, my grandfather. And and to just as a side on yeah. how important he was and how awesome he was, yeah. but your your ring name, BC Steel, yeah, that's, that's is directly taken from, from my grandfather, your grandfather. Yeah. Right. which he always used to tell me, don't embarrass me or be an <laughs> ass. And I'd say, then don't come to my shows. Because... <laughs> Because you will not, I'm not earning, I'm not doing the family name proud. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but Lies. so that happened. And with that, whenever somebody dies unexpectedly, yeah. as unexpected as it can be for somebody of his age, because he was in his early 80s, yeah, yeah. there's still a lot of stuff that goes with it. And sure. he, we were always under the understanding that everything is taken care of. Yeah. So we didn't feel there was anything. But once you start going through paperwork and you see uh, anybody who knows the housing market bubble that burst, part of it was yeah. bad loans. Part of it was people that were getting absorbent amounts of money that didn't really know what they were signing. And I'm yeah. not, you and know, that's right. That was the happening right around that it time. It was right too. around that time. Yeah, and I yeah. that's that, when we bought our house a little bit after that. That yeah. me and my family, we definitely were, me and my mother specifically, I should say, we're definitely a victim of that because yeah. everything came crashing down at that point. Sure. To where we're finding out, okay, well, he's got this life insurance. He's got this stock. He's got this. He's got that. Doesn't nearly cover the debt. So wow. almost immediately we realized... Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have some tough decisions to make. Yeah. As that's going on, the the engagement that I thought obviously I put on hold 
we ended up breaking up in May. I want to say May. Just so the two beginning. Different. So the beginning of the year, you're looking yeah. to to get engaged. Yeah. Then grandfather passes away. You put it on hold, but go on. Yeah. yeah. So so I'm just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of trying to. But yeah, it yeah. was on hold, and then in May, uh, me and the girl that I was dating broke up. There was just bad timing. Um, yeah. I couldn't. I admittedly wasn't dealing with anything at that point. Like I was just going Probably through emotions. Probably a hard time. Yeah, it was. It was hard. And the other time, it's like, okay, my mother is. I'm gonna focus on that. Get her through this. We're gonna move on with that. Like I'll, I'll, I'll grieve later. I've got time. Yeah. Not realizing my friendships are strained, my relationships are strained, all that. Yeah. So we had broken up, and in between that time, I would say right around June or uh, May. I had had neck problems from wrestling. I decided I'm going right. to get this fixed. It's one thing that I can do that mm-hmm. I can have a, a positive. Unfortunately, one of the first steps is prescription medication. Oh, man. And one of the first steps with prescription medication is getting that script and the first time actually taking it, at least in my, my first time, that first time where you're like, nothing can hurt me. And I've always told people when kids are growing up, they're told drugs are bad. They don't solve your problems. Um, anybody who takes drugs you know, loser, all that, that, that gambit of, the normal, of everything, yeah. Yeah. everything that everybody hears. I think what one, that we winners did, don't use drugs, yeah. the FBI I and mean, the we Ninja did, Turtles yeah. game. We did dare. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but they need to put a caveat on that, that prescription medication is a drug. Alcohol is a drug. Gambling can be a drug. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Any kind of vice. Yeah. Any vices. That, yeah. And at that point, I'm proud to say I had a lot of them. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I had that. Um, that's interesting you say that because I had that same experience. I've only taken Percocet one time in my life, only a single pill. Yeah. And like I anticipated the pain being alleviated, yeah. but I didn't anticipate feeling like everything was perfect in life yeah. also. Yeah. This and is then great. you instantly you yeah. see, wow, I'm I'm glad I'm in a good place in my life because yeah. you could very easily get sucked into this. And it's And you're and going through a rough time at that yeah. point. So it's like, okay, well, when I take this, my neck doesn't hurt. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Wait, when I take this, I don't deal with any of my problems. This is even better. This is yeah. great. Yeah. And then in July of that year, um, I keep my, I'm 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 not full deep into popping pills every single day. Yeah. But I'm taking them probably more than prescribed. And I'm going out to the club every once in a while, kind of. Yeah. Because I'm 23, 24, and I love to dance. So. Jets. Um, jet, we can't, well, no, that, no, no, that was a long time we ago. Can't, yeah, we, we weren't going right. to Jets when we were 24. No, picking no, up, picking up that, the young kids. But that was when we were in high school. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was when we. Yeah, but, um, we have great stories that we so, can we cannot glad, share. But they're you, good. Uh, that'll they're be good stories. Yeah, that'll be the part two. Because if we leave out the part that we weren't going to Jets, like, wow, his life must have been bad. He's <laughs> that's not. Up. That's not accurate. <laughs> but, that, but in high school, we were going to Jets. But go on. I'm uh, sorry. It's okay. So because I was with you by then. He met you at Jets. Yeah, I'm really young. So we go into that around July. We go into the clubs and that kind of thing. Yeah, go into the clubs and. And kind of dabbling in it. And yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but my thought process at the time was, well, I'm in wrestling. And there's so many stories of guys partying. So that's what yeah. I'm doing. That's the cool thing. Everybody's yeah. doing it. Now I hear it. I'm like, that's the dumbest. You, like, if I could go back in time, I would slap me. Because that's stupid logic, for one. Yeah. yeah. And two, it's a justification of what I was doing. Sure. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to think about what damage I might be doing or I'm who cur- I would hurt. I'm or curious, too, to interject. Do you think the culture in wrestling has changed? Where people, mm. I mean, the pros don't party as much? Because that's definitely happened in music yeah. from what I've realized. From what I understand on that level, mm-hmm. guys play video games now. Like, Yeah, there ar- we go. Around the time to the to the story that I'll get to, uh, the professional wrestler Chris Benoit, and yeah. if anybody, you can Wikipedia the story. It's a long story and there's avenues. But basically, over the course of three days, he killed himself, his wife, and his eight-year-old son. 
six-year-old. terrible. Yeah. And terrible I mean, it, it turned the wrestling world upside down. Yeah. Suddenly wrestling's at the forefront. Is it steroids? Is it drugs? Is it a mixture to, is it, is it the culture? And I think that was a big part nationally of changing it. That's not to say it's perfect. That's not to yeah. say that it's, everything's, you know, golden, but that's the case. Well, around that time, where there's a spotlight on professional wrestling, the person that had trained me in professional wrestling, uh, who wrestled professionally as Devil Budokan locally, yeah. passed away. So there's another death that mm. I You got I your just, grandfather, yeah. you got Devil, you and, had, you, and yeah. a breakup, and it's a just, breakup, yeah. well, Pills. I've got this prescription here of Vicodin, and this I learned around that time, you know, if I drink, I take less Vicodin, and I drink more booze, and clubs have dollar specials, I'm set. So I'm this thinking, like, yeah, yeah. like, this is, I've beat the system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and that's, and I've even said to a friend of mine, I'm sorry I wasn't there when Devil passed. Yeah. I was, but I wasn't mentally there. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. grieve. I didn't help. I broke down a little bit. But yeah, yeah. In my mind, I think it was my mind going, okay, this is what's supposed to happen. So you do this now. And then it was like I was a zombie. Yeah. Going through that time. So around July, that was July of 2007. And then it started getting really bad. I mean, whatever mm. Vicodin to Percocet to Tylenol with codeine, but that's not – if you're going from A to B, you're not going to – or if you're going B to C, you're not going to jump back to A in terms of strength yeah. of medication. But then more booze. And yeah. then it became, well, I can't sleep. Well, I can get a prescription for sleeping pills because yeah. that's that's not a drug. You can get that from a doctor, right? So there's no – Over the counter. Like, yeah. like Tylenol yeah. PM? Is yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no – that's not a drug. That's something you take. Not thinking, well, dummy – you're drinking and you're taking this, so that's obviously right. a problem. Um, fast forward then a few more months to September, out for a friend's birthday, and I am very not uh, in right mind. Sure. I get a phone call from an area code that I don't recognize, and I'm thinking, oh, it's a spam call, whatever, but I'm feeling good, so I'm going to have fun with them. Yeah, yeah. And I answer it, and it's a woman saying, is this Ben? And I'm like, okay, they have my name. I go, yeah, well, who's this? Because this is John's mother. A, fr a friend of mine, John, that I hadn't seen in about five years, he had an addiction problem, got clean, moved, didn't know anything more. Mm -hmm. She calls and goes, uh, you don't know me. And I had met her before. I go, no, I, I know who yeah, John is. Yeah. I mean, like, I I know. And she's got, she sounded like the nanny. So I knew oh, the voice. No. As soon yeah. as I heard, I'm like, I know who this is. I go, what's up? She goes, John's dead. And I immediately just kind of like laugh. Like, uh, yeah. I can't think of what it's called when you have the wrong emotions for certain times. Sure. Mm -hmm. But that's what I had. And then I go, wait, John, John, John. Yeah. Because yeah, John, John. And I go, yeah. I've got to go. And I hung up the phone and I broke down outside of yeah. Matrix. My friends come over, what's going on? And I'm like, he's gone. Like, that's all I could keep saying. Yeah, yeah. My friend took me to the car and I'm, I'm explaining what's going on and it's making sense up here, but out here it's just sure. word soup. You I'm talking about my ex and my grandfather died and they're dead and they're dead. And everybody's like, okay, he's cracked. Like mm -hmm. yeah. in my mind, it made sense, but not really to the masses. So well, they probably didn't know the phone call. Yeah. Well, I had. eventually, I eventually was able to explain it through choked words. I finally got it out. Yeah. And then from there, it just, I, it got really bad. And there were two things that kind of pulled me back a little bit. One pulled me back and then I dove back in and the other one pulled me out completely. Um, at the end of 2007, uh, my mom and I had determined that there's no way we can upkeep this house. It was a house that my mom was not born in, but she lived in her entire life up till she was about late 20s. Yeah, yeah. Um, then in 98, there was an addition put on. So my mom has pretty much associated with that house her entire life. Mm -hmm. I had most of my life because my grandparents lived there. We added the addition, my mom moved and I moved in, et cetera. So we decided we have to give this house up. 
Like mm -hmm. this is this is gone. There's no way it's a hundred and thirty thousand dollar loan that's appraised at sixty five. Yeah. Not oh, thinking wow. how is this legally possible. Yeah, but just yeah. this is what we gotta do. So then that kind of like you're ne you're never going to be able to recoup. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Like I said, if we're paying a thousand dollars a month for tax and this and that, yeah. we're gonna we're underwater for the next sure. twenty years. Forever. And and my yeah. mom even made a point. Uh she said, Well, it, it, your grandfather wouldn't want this. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's right. So going through to March of 08, I know I bounced around a little bit, but March of 08 was, I don't remember if it was a meeting on the house or if we had started putting in applications to move, but there was some event that, that was pretty much the, this is actually happening. And it coincided yeah. with a friend's birthday. We're all going out to party. We're going to have a good time. Where were you at in terms of like your pills and that's, were you still kind of in Every that day. lifestyle? Every you were single still day. In that lifestyle. Every single day. So we're in from like seven to eight. You're still there. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's completely like, I would say between the first, like January of 08 till October of 08 was probably the worst it was. Yeah. yeah. Because it was not only pills, but it was sleeping pills and it was booze. Sure. And I was finding that I could get pills outside of prescriptions. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's it's very easy. That's another problem, but that's a whole. But you other had story. your you had your your meeting that you yeah said. yeah. So I had that meeting. We go to the club, and I was gone before I got there. Yeah. And I was gone when I was there, and I've I've only done this once in my life. But I took something that was handed to me that I wasn't sure what it was. I just down the hatch yeah. had a drink. From that point, I remember being sick in the bathroom, being in a. Then there are pictures, which I have kept <laughs> private on my private Facebook. Because and we're going to release them. No, <laughs> here they come. No, at least I think here they're they still right now. So, no, a lot sorry, of them, you just look, it's like, wow, what a, what a, what a mess. There's yeah, a yeah. few where I look completely calm. It's like, oh, he's not so bad. Sure. Knowing at that time, it was not good. And apologies to anybody that got a text message from me at that time. Probably didn't make any sense. But, um. I look at my best friend. I said, we need to go. We need to go right now. Yeah. We need to. And we were both kind of dabbling. And I said, we, we need to go. And he goes, okay. So he takes me down the steps, sets me on the curb. Ah, oh, I forgot forgot our coats. I'm like, well, go get them. So he goes up the stairs. I just tip and slowly fall. And I'm just laying there. And I didn't get hurt, but I'm laying there and I just start throwing up. Yeah. And I hear behind me, hey, buddy. And I'm like, whatever. Not to me. Yeah. And then I hear, get him out of here or we're taking him in. And I immediately go. And I see my friend with our coach. He goes, I'll take care of it. I'll take it. And, and the cop's saying stuff. And I don't know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So gone that when my friend was taking me away, I wanted to go hug the cop for not arresting me. As it was told to me, which I don't, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't have gone well. So that <laughs> happens. That was the one point because I woke up the next morning and friends were hanging out at a non-partying atmosphere. And I felt like I'd been stabbed. I yeah. felt like I'd been punched. I felt like I got beat. I felt like I was in a fight. Was that kind of the moment? Yeah. That was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom at that point was very, she knew something was going on, but sure. she, I think, realized at that point it's something worse. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, I don't know what I took. I have ideas, but I don't know what it was. Sure. I try not to think about that because that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that was one of the points. In May of 08, uh, the, some of the people that I was doing these things with, you know, prescription medication drinking had stopped. Yeah. So that meant I was not alone, but it was mostly just me. Yeah, yeah. When I'm not going to the club as much, I'm at home. So I have more free time. There's yeah. not music playing. There's not this. There's not that. There's not the other thing. So I would find creative ways. Um, does powder – It's anybody who's done any type of drug, you hear this. Does powder work better than just the pill? Yeah, not, yeah. Not Coke, but like crunching it up into powder. Sure. 
does two and then a shot matter or does a shot and then two like weird yeah, yeah. stuff that nobody would ever yeah like just you would mentality. never experiment with this yeah. unless you were but it's like well i got the time so yeah. fast forward a few months still going down that road still i have a job but the job isn't serious it's a part-time job it's just whatever it is at this point i didn't have a car because i couldn't upkeep it and it was falling apart so i just sold it as cheap as i could so i've got no car I've got a job that doesn't really matter. I have a drug habit. I'm still in wrestling, um, not traveling as much, and life is falling apart. And my mom comes in one day, and we're just having a conversation. Just And I was completely sober for this. Yeah, and yeah. she looks at me, and she goes, Ben, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. Because yeah. there was debt galore. And I said, well, there's bankruptcy. Like it, None of it was on me. That was sure. my mom's word. None of it was on me, so I was, wasn't affected. But my mom says to me, the only way I can think to get out of this is if we're dead. Oh boy! And that immediately snapped. Like yeah. I, I snapped out of it, and it yeah. was in. It was like, I would say somewhere between October and December. I don't remember the specifics because some things sure, are sure. crazy. But I remember at that moment going, "I need to snap out of it because yeah. if I don't, I'm going to die." Yeah. And then shortly after that, my mother will. Yeah, yeah. Or, heaven forbid, if my mom, you know, starts getting as depressed as I am. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to handle this. Yeah, so right. it was like one fell swoop of just dumping everything I had. Yeah. And for geez, for mm. quite a few years after, I didn't take prescription pain med. I didn't take uh, – have a drink. How did you I would, stop? Cold turkey. Yeah. Which is the – I think the worst possible thing you can do because going through withdrawal is cold sweats. You went it's, through it? Yeah. It's yeah. having a headache. It's being sick. It's not being able to explain why like – why aren't you going out? I'm just not feeling well. Yeah, yeah. The joke among some of us used to be that Ben won't go out twice in a weekend or Ben won't go out twice in a week. And I'm like, well, I'm focusing on work. Yeah. I wasn't focusing on work. I was knowing that if I go out Saturday night, if we even if we go to a restaurant Sunday morning, I'm going to feel garbage. I'm going to yeah. feel horrible because I'm not wrapped up in the blanket. I'm not, I'm not, you know, t- covered in, 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 uh, as little clothing because I can't stop sweating. Focusing on sobriety. Yeah. I don't point. have the lights off because my head is pounding. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the weird things when I went through all that was it seemed like my symptoms would always be different. Yeah. Hmm. And I would always think it kind of like with the drugs, like, do I want the powder? Do I want a shot? Do I want this? Were the symptoms related to my, to my mind? Like, was there something that would cause this symptom yeah. or I really don't want to have a stomach ache? I have a stomach ache. I really don't uh. want my head to hurt. My head hurts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So kind of like a men- mentally kind of crafting what was wrong with me. At sure. That point. <laughs> so going through all that, and eventually uh, coming clean and sort of like telling people bits and pieces like I was pretty bad. And yeah. most people, with the exception of two or three, had no idea. Wow. They knew it was bad. They knew I was partying. But they didn't think, you know, I'm getting wasted and needing help carried off. Or right, right. That I'm spending Monday through Friday just laying there in bed and not moving. Like spending two days in bed. My uh, not the worst experience in my life because there were bad ones, but probably one of the worst because wow. I can't I can't get up and I don't want to get up. Yeah, and I'm having crackers and my mom's bringing me like a grilled cheese and I'm just like having one bite and leaving it there. Does she know at that point? I don't think to this day she knows something was bad. She knew something was really bad, yeah, but yeah. she didn't know to the extent because and it was one of those things where it's never come up, but it's always been kind of like the wink and the nod of sure, sure. I knew I knew you were going out a lot then. Like she could piece it together but i don't know if she pieced the whole puzzle together yeah she's pretty smart and she is pretty smart she's hello, that's why she's hello. mama steel hello by the way <laughs> she's fired so <laughs> inside it's an inside joke she is fired. yes she sells drugs on the court now oh, um, no 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 she's no. great but um <laughs> go ahead she, but the 
the the symptoms that I went through, the withdrawal, and this is what I've said anytime somebody's mentioned drugs, if I would have known what you go through coming down off of a high or what you go through with the withdrawal, I think that really would have made me rethink going down that road. Yeah. Because imagine the worst flu you've ever had or anybody who's had migraines. Imagine your entire body feeling uh, – I know you have migraines. Imagine your entire body feeling like a migraine and you still have people texting you and you can't say, hey, I have a migraine. Yeah. Or you can't say, hey, I don't feel well because then it's, well, why don't you feel well? Like you should go yeah, to a doctor. Yeah. I know I should go. Like I didn't want to go down that road. Sure, right. sure. And I felt weak in a way for going down that. But in retrospect, and I always say this about wrestling – I'm glad I went through it because I don't know if I'd be where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. If I would have picked up another vice, Lord knows where I would have been. If I would have picked yeah, up yeah. gambling, maybe I would have gotten in with the wrong people. If I would have picked up, I heard people that have vices of high, uh, uh, high impact, like life threatening things because it gets their drive. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't think I would have gotten Adrenaline junkies. <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah, I would have yeah. been, you know, diving off buildings with a, with a windsuit or anything. But <laughs> no parkour know. for yeah, you. No parkour. No, 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 no. <laughs> No parkour. I'm but, in if you want, you know, if you, you know, want to go. <laughs> I will I will cheer on the side. I will be your manager for parkour. Hey, yeah, nice. there we go. <laughs> but, the best manager in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. And parkour. I'm, and parkour. I'm moving into a new avenue. But I, if I wouldn't have gone that route, I don't think I would have. And I tell people how I mentioned earlier, like, find something that that you can get into as far as, you know, yeah. getting self-confidence. That's how you get out of certain addictions. How did you get out of it? Like, how did you, you know, I mean, uh, you you kind of mentioned it, but at the yeah. same time, like, well, you know, how did you, you said to find that avenue. How do you get out it, of it? I put my faith in other people without them knowing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I found something, fantasy sports. Yeah. I got really into fantasy, not betting, you know, tons of money. I didn't, we're in a I football didn't. league together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like That's we're right. in our, a fantasy football league. I got into that. So you beat me. You I, knocked me out of the playoffs. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I just cut everybody on your roster too. You didn't even notice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh. But no, I found fantasy that. sports, yeah. I, I found people. I found a love of wrestling again, which I had, but I wasn't. I, I became more creative. I wasn't just going through the motions. Um, mm-hmm. It was a while because I I wasn't really. I had confidence. I saw that outgoing personality, but I didn't have confidence that I could offer something to somebody else. Yeah, it's let me let me be a backpack. Let me hang on to you, and you carry me where we're going, even though you don't know it. Yeah, and let me go through that, and. Like I've said to one of my friends that he had no idea what just coming over for an hour meant because it's like that's an hour that I'm feeling good. Like yeah. They, people and friends and family and stuff became my drug. Sure. Mm. And that drug is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't come down <laughs> from that one quite as rough. Um, but then also figuring out how to better myself. Yeah. Um, Was it all kind of self-internalized internal at that absolutely. point? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like. When I finally did, when my mom finally moved out of the house, I realized I have low income. Yeah. I bet there's programs for low income people. And I fought myself like I'm not what I thought was that mold of somebody who needs to be on government assistance yeah, for yeah. food and, and rental assistance. I'm like, that's not, I'm, I'm in my 20s. That's not me. Sure. As I learned, no, that's exactly me because I'm somebody that doesn't have the means to, to get over this and I do need help. And right. then in 2010, uh, I didn't have the, I was never falling back into that, but I felt stagnant. So I went back to college just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for, it was community college, but it was, I'm going to go to college and get a better job at where I'm currently at. And, and I think kind of before going into that, you said you want to go back to college, like, re, you know, rewind to the beginning of the podcast, like you missed 90 days of school. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I remember there yeah, were, there wow. were different times, yeah. you know, so this is someone who doesn't really care for school yeah. in four years i missed 300 days because of all my oh, own that's, my not, that's not an exaggeration yeah. and either. i still passed with a 2.8 in college i had a 3.8 wow 
Wow. But in high school, I had a 2.8 because I was one when I was there because I was such a genius, as Dan will tell you. <laughs> I, uh, if I get something, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to move on. Don't tell me what we're still doing. I've got it. I'm good. So but here you, you are bored. now. You're, you want to go back to college yeah. at that so point. So I went back to college and. <clears throat> And like I said, it, it was community college, but it was it was something that I was doing positive yeah. that I could at least look at a company and go, hey, I've got this. Or as I made the joke, I could look at a, a female and go, hey, I'm learned. So I felt like I had something to offer. <laughs> yes. And then through that, through college, and then I eventually got a car and then I eventually I didn't get the promotion at my old job. So yeah. I pivoted and I got a better job. And then I went to the company I'm at now and I, I'm always trying to, OK, if I get stagnant, what's next? Right. Like if if I get um if I feel like I'm going through the motions, where else can I go? I'm I'm curious, uh, can you point to anything that made you become that way? Because I feel like that's a trait that not a lot of people have. He's like a lot of in terms people. of like self motivation. Yeah, in I was terms of the, the same thing. In, th- in yeah. terms of self self motivation. Like to yeah. me that's such a huge like realization and comment yeah. that you made just where if I feel stagnant, I'm looking to improve. Yeah. Like so many people, probably the majority of people in this country are looking for ways to keep from totally changing yeah. to keep from doing it because change is not comfortable yeah. ever. Well, I mean, you can make a That's simple change. Thing. Like uh, an example would be as funny as it sounds. I used to have long hair, earrings, pierced tongue. Don't know why I did that, but I did. <laughs> yes. Actually, I do know why a girl I dated told me I can't. So I did. Um, wow. I'm very defiant. No, um, <laughs> but the change, I just cut my hair. I just finally cut my hair after years of talking about it. And now I don't <laughs> have the choice cause it doesn't grow right here, but, yes. um, but that was a change. And I took out my earrings and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, okay, th- this is, this will do for now. And I also learned that I'm not somebody who always thinks people will let you down mm-hmm. because that's, that's a negative attitude to have. You shouldn't let one experience blanket everybody else in the world. But mm. I do think that I personally can't have anybody more invested in me than me. Yeah. And, that, and that some people might say that's a little egotistical, but if I'm going to run a race, nobody's going to run it for me. Yeah. If yeah. I'm going to drive over here, I can get somebody to drive over here, but it's a hassle for them. For me, it's simple as me controlling how yeah. I get here or why I get here or when I get here. So it's always just- You're controlling your own life. Yeah, I control my life to, <laughs> to th- the best of my and ability. And I think that enables you to have a better outlook on other people. Absolutely. Because if you're expecting, I don't want to come off the wrong way, but if you're expecting other people to give you things all the time, you're just going to be constantly let down. Oh, dang, this person, like I was complaining about earlier, oh, this person let me down, this person let me down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But if you can have that approach of, oh, yeah, that happened, but I make my own destiny, then you can get up and bounce back from that. Yeah. I've always said, because what they say about addiction is, and there's a professional wrestler named Scott Hall. Yeah. I was lucky enough to meet him and that's we, right. you we did had a conversation. Him. And one of the things he said to me, and that's a name drop for any wrestling people that are watching. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. I did. That's a good one. Uh, that's he, a good one. He made the comment. He said, I'm good today or I'm good now. Tomorrow we'll see. Yeah. I, I definitely buy into that. But in, I think everybody's recovery or, or whatever they go through is different. I can never see myself going back to that because if I lost everything tomorrow, I'll figure out a way to at least get back to have my head above water. Yeah. I mean, I always make the joke to my girlfriend. If you leave me tomorrow, I will be crushed. I will be devastated. I will be sad. I will hang on people and probably annoy them because I don't want to be alone. But you can stay with us. I'll move in. You got a couch. (laughs) That's right. Don't leave an extra bed. I snore. Oh, it wouldn't be good. (laughs) It wouldn't be good. We'll close the door. Okay. Fine. I can stay in Dan's room. Um, That's right. But go on. Yeah. Stay in (laughs) 
<laughs> I meant whatever. Anyway, so this turned into a different kind of podcast. But well. um, but I'll, I'll find a way to get back to where I need. So I told her, you know, I would be crushed, but I will not be killed. I will not be dead. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I beautifully coexist with her and I love her to death. She's great. She's wonderful. Yeah. Tough Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, see, she's going to love that. Uh, <laughs> name drop. I name drop now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my feet. Oh, man. But I will never, ever be dependent on her and vice versa. She is not dependent on me. She's very independent. As it should be. And, and I've gone through that range of emotion. Unfortunately, Dan has seen some of my past that maybe not as well, yeah. that they would be dependent or yeah. they would kind of be somebody that I shouldn't be with. Or even if it was just dating or getting to know, it's... I'm also well aware of who I coexist with. And that's another thing, I think, in knowing yourself and getting out there and knowing who you coexist with, knowing who you can be with. Because I know things that living with me, a person couldn't put up with. But if that doesn't bother them, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah. Or if they can overlook that, that's fine. Yeah. So I always love to tell the story, and I hope you're listening, Walker. I'll send this to you. <laughs> uh, so Walker. He was our guitar tech slash stagehand on one of our tours that went out with us. And... We had a three-day break in the middle of tour, and so our guitar player was like, hey, can you stay at your house? And I've lived on, I've lived by myself for a yeah. long time, and one of the things I know about me is that in the morning, I need that hour, because I'm an introverted heart. Yeah. I need that hour of alone time with my coffee, reading a book. Oh, yeah. After that, <laughs> I could face the world, talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Very friendly, very outgoing, but I need that hour. And on the tour he struck me as way more extroverted and yeah. just really wanting to talk like all the time. Yeah. And I knew like, I have to curb this yeah, yeah. so that this is okay. And I remember I, I laid out the ground rules for him. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, in the morning I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have coffee and I'm going to read for an hour and You're not you can talk. talk. No. Yeah. No. I'm like, I'm just going to be quiet. You can do whatever. Sure, but sure. after that we can hang out and talk, but you know, this you need your time. Yeah. I thought that was so funny, you know, but yeah, he, yeah. he handled it great and it wound Poor up being a good time. And that's another thing that I think, again, armchair psychologist, being upfront with people and honest, even if they don't like it, they can't say that they were blindsided. Like, that's true. I, yeah. And and sometimes it's, I always relate it to relationships. The thrill mm -hmm. of the chase, that's all well and good. But sometimes, especially men, because we are stupid. Sorry, we're pretty ladies. dumb, yeah. We are, I mean, let's be honest. We're pretty dumb, yeah. If... Sometimes it's a lot easier to go, hey, as I said to my current girlfriend, I like you. If you like me, cool. If not, whatever. But I like you. I'm just throwing it out there. If you don't like it, just bat it away. And she <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I want a relationship, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, she yeah. goes, I feel the same way. I don't know if I want a relationship. And I told her that she would fall in love with me <laughs> and that she needed to understand. This is a true story. None of that other stuff was real, but this is a true story. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I told her, I said, if you get into this, you will fall in love with me. I'm just warning you. And she goes. Okay. Hey, I've been with you for what seventeen years, and I told you so that on day is, four. That's right. I was like, after the Curtis came home. So yeah, that's even after like, you throw all my cucumbers on the floor. I oh, still yeah. that's love another, you. Yes. That's another. That's my favorite. More inside yeah. baseball. Well, one Pick time, uh, they had a party here, and Amanda loves cucumbers. It's true. And being the gentleman, I thought I'll take the tray of vegetables down. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I have two left feet with two right shoes, so I'm very com uh, clumsy. <laughs> Almost said comfortable. So I get down to the thing and I notice We're in oh. the garage. Yeah. yeah, it was in the garage. We made it. We made it almost to the table. And there was a little step. And I thought, there's no possible way I'm gonna trip. I'm gonna hop over the step. Well, I hopped over the step and the ground moved <laughs> and caused all the cucumbers to fall, hit the ground, and go under, under the, the lawnmower. lawnmower. <laughs> so it's not like she was going to 
you know, eat them afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to rinse them off and eat so them. I'm like, under the lawnmower. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, they all rolled under the lawnmower. And that was, and there were no more cucumbers. So. No, there, so you, there wasn't even one to yeah. be had. We were really looking forward to cucumbers, I know. too. Yeah. So, you, so you told Kelly that you would fall in love right. with her. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and... and and you told her at this point blank, you yeah. know, I don't know if I want to be with you, but if you get into this, this yeah. is what's going to happen. And some of it was just me being funny, like, sure, sure. Cause that's my personality, but also saying like, I'm adorable. Like I I'm, agree. Yeah. I'm pretty, I know. <laughs> what, yeah. is go- no. yeah. what is going on here right now? It's been a long <laughs> romance. This has been a long romance. She's saying like, I'm that not has. a dude who's going to play around. I'm not dating you and five other women. I'm not, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. What you see is what you get. So if this is. If if you're feeling my personality right now, this is me. It's not going to change three dates. Sure, yet. yeah. You know, um, I didn't fart in front of her for a while, but that. But, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> but other than that, no. But but and that's Be a how, gentleman. That's how I how I kind of live life. I would much rather tell you, uh, I don't like what you're doing, and if you can yeah. stop that, great. If not, maybe I need to to yeah. back away a little bit. It's. I hate to use this reference because everybody always laughs when I make it, but there's a, a Medea play, okay. Kyler Perry's Medea. Yes. It says it put everybody in the category of a tree. Some people are like leaves on a tree. The wind blow, they're over there. The wind blow, they go this way, they fall off. Other people are like branches. The minute you step out on them, they're going to let you down and you fall. And other people are like roots. And as long as you have a few roots of that tree, then you're set for life. And mm-hmm. that's what I categorize people and try and be honest with people because I think I can tell right away if you're a leaf if you're a branch or you're a root. Yeah. And that's not to say everybody nice. who's a leaf is bad. Some sure, people just sure. don't that's have. That's a great analogy. I yeah. like it. Like, you can't have a thousand friends, yeah. except on Facebook, but it's you can't true. have a thousand friends. So, <laughs> so that's a good way to, yeah. to kind of, and I'm not afraid to weed somebody out. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm going to be like, oh, they're a jerk. I'm not talking to them and I'm going to bury everybody. Yeah, right. Right. That's right. Like, well, there, but, is a, there is a circle of influence. I've heard it said in that form before too. And... You know, I, I just think it's helpful in a way, especially as you become like in when you're doing managing yeah. and as you progress in your career, more and more people want access to you because of the Hopefully. skills that you're right. Because, <laughs> because of the skills that you're providing and the knowledge yeah. that you've gained and gaining like, people titles. Absolutely. Right. And you're stable. You can't let all thousand of your Facebook friends yeah. into that inner yeah. circle. It's just, yeah. you don't have time for it. Yeah. There, right. there is a clear, and I, I say this with wrestling too. And even though this is probably the most in-depth BC Steel has ever gotten as far as my actual life outside wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I put a clear cut line, and it's not to be rude, but I just put a clear cut line with people that I share time with and sure. people that just see me. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to let people into my life where I think I'm a superstar. It's just that's where I put that line because I know who I am. I know what kind of person I am. And if I've got a thousand people, everybody's going to get one small piece. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like how in 07 everyone where I had- Everyone wants something of BC Steel. Exactly. I was going to say, everyone wants a big piece Everybody BC wants steel. to be steel. So, um, but I know like in 07 where I was, or in 06 when I was doing all that traveling and I wouldn't see this person or I wouldn't see that person or the relationship I was in suffered or this, I don't want to have that. Yeah. So I have no problem cutting that line and going, here's the people that I associate with. Here's the people I have. And I will say I'm very lucky because- in my personal life and my professional life and my wrestling life, which are three different lives, I'm lucky. I have the best people around me. I sound like a politician. We have the best people around me. <laughs> uh, and, and to also talk politics, I don't build a wall. So I, I don't. Uh, but or, I'm sh- no, but <laughs> nice segue. I like <laughs> but I don't, I don't build a wall around people. I'm yeah. not like you can't get in. I'm going to get sure, hurt. Sure. It's just it's what it is. Yeah. And the, the sometimes turning off BC Steel and just being Ben is a little difficult. 
hmm. but very difficult, especially on shows. But it's it's possible, especially if you know who I am. So, and Dan yeah. has seen both sides. That's true. They're great. It's yeah. it's one in the same. But but yeah, it's it's essentially the same person. But one one more, one has a lot more a more uh, charismatic. Yeah, and yeah. one has a lot more jokes you probably wouldn't tell uh, in public. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I think. You're kind of going through, and, and this is an awesome story, and, and I really yeah, hope that, that people um, can gain from it. But I think I think what I want to kind of take away, you went through 2007, um, you went through a breakup, you went through three deaths, you went through addiction, you went through the loss of a house of a car, and you pulled yourself out of it through fantasy football, through, you know, through everything that you coped with that we've heard earlier. Um what do you have for someone who might be who might be just facing one who might be facing a breakup that they're devastated about who might be facing a death or two deaths or three you know you faced all that who might be facing addiction um you had a lot of great power to pull yourself from that um what if someone who's really struggling who who can who can't pull themselves from that what do you say to them who's really who who you know, you're really, you're really self-motivated in yeah. that. Um, yeah. Maybe this person over here who's going through one of these or all these or some of these is really having trouble. What do you say for them? Find, like I said earlier, find one, find something that you love. Yeah. Because if you love, say you love Jim Carrey movies. If you love Jim Carrey movies and they make you laugh and you know if you watch one, you're going to be in a good mood. Watch that, then try and figure out what's wrong. That's like some put yourself in advice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm try- I can't think of any other Jim Carrey other than, than In Living Color. Oh, dumb and Dumber. So, not the Mark. second one. Not the second yeah, one. No. No. But go, yes, but, find something you yeah, love. You really find something, find something you, love. you love. I mean, really love. Like, like I'm really passionate about this, yeah, this subject. Whatever it is, it could be anything. I mean, something cucumbers. Positive. If you're, cucumbers. If you're, you know, motivated for <laughs> but and some, love cucumbers. So, some Plant positive them. outlet. Yeah, some yeah. positive outlet and use that to go, okay, this is a happy mindset. This is a good mood and I'll get out of that. And the other thing... Don't be afraid, even though mine was internal and I was able to find it internally, don't be afraid to throw your hands up and go help. Yeah. Like that's one of the things I found that sometimes you don't know when people are struggling because they don't say it. Yeah. Or they don't publicize it. And it's not to say, well, you're putting some there's a difference between putting out something on Facebook for likes and saying, I really need help and I don't know where to go. Yeah. And you can turn to anything. I mean, there's any avenue. There there's there's therapy, there's there's friends, there's family, yeah. there's religion, there, there's anything that you can find. So find that thing that that makes you feel, it sounds cliche, it makes you feel warm inside and use that to try and help find where you can go. Sure. And the other thing I will say is break down, babe, break down, uh, break down your issues or how they say break down goals. What's the large goal? What do you have to do to get to that, to that, to that, to that? Take, for example, I'm trying to get over a girlfriend. Uh, for example, no, I'm for not, example, but yes. yeah, for example, I'm trying to get over a girlfriend. Yeah. Today's Thursday. How do I get through Thursday? Yeah. Like, what can I do that by the end of today, I'm going to be feeling okay. I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to cry about it. But how do I let today go yeah. and not think about it? Don't think about well, what am I going to do a year from now? I'm still going to be sad. You don't know a year from now. Maybe you're happy. So exactly. You yeah. could you could meet somebody in two days and be completely over the moon. So break it down into little itty bitty steps. Yeah. Yeah. How I said Scott Hall mentioned, I'm good today. Yeah. That's the first thing. And that's something that I may have done that and not realized it, especially early on. But that that's how to get over anything. You break it down and then you realize, okay, well, one day turned into two. And if you can successfully do this, it turned into a week. And a week turned into two weeks. And then you get to a point where you're like, I have no idea how I got here. I'm pretty good. But I'm here. Yeah. And then when you look back, like, wow, I, all that stuff, that seems like nothing. Like I've said, I think I can overcome anything. Yeah. And the other thing, and I give this advice in wrestling to correlate that, 
I tell people when they have their first match, they can't eat you. No matter, let me refer, let me expand on that. No matter what you do, they're not going to chop you up and eat you. Yeah. So the worst thing that can happen is you embarrass yourself. Everybody's been through that. Yeah. So nothing that you do out there yeah. can kill you. Nothing that you do out there can hurt you. So for people that are kind of like, well, I, I don't want to reach out to people. Or I don't want I don't know where to go. If you call a self-help line, they're not going to be like, ha ha. <laughs> so there, there's true. They're, yeah. they're not gonna. They're not gonna hurt you. They're, they're not gonna to beat you. you. They're not. Gonna, yeah. And you'd be surprised how insightful some people. Which some people watching this might think I'm not a complete boob. I am. But <laughs> you'd be surprised the story that people have and insightful and the little bit of help that some people can give to yeah. to help you whatever you're going through. Everyone so, has a story. Right. To, yeah. Yeah. Maybe on a little bit lesser of a note because we, we we're talking about addiction and stuff like that. But people just wanting to get out of a rut. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to realize too, like some of those. Some of those feelings of, well, I don't want to reach out. I'm, I'm afraid. Like it, it really is just fear. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes as simple as like the fear of not knowing what to do and realizing that we're all coming from that situation, whether yeah. it's a new job or just something you don't know. Like that's, it, it's so easy to find ourselves get into these comfortable ruts where we forget what it's like to try something new again for the first time. But, but just to know that like, Everybody feels this way. Everybody faces these same emotions. It's yeah. just yeah. whether or not you can press through that while you're still feeling that way. And I, I, that's why I'm glad to have people on like you and all the other guests we've had share sure. stories because it's a lot more about like the people I look up to, any of the guests we've had, the successful things that they've done is more about them pressing through adversity and the, the fear that they feel totally. while they're doing it more than being a superhero and not dealing with any of those emotions yeah. at all. And nobody knows those stories. Nobody knows whenever they were down low. Everyone knows the outcome. Everyone knows yeah. the ending. You always you flip to the last page and you read the ending, but nobody knows what you took and, and how, how you battled to get there. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing of, if you read the last chapter of a book, you're going to feel great. But it means a what lot. What if the ending's sad? Well, okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase. You'll feel good knowing you know how it all ends. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I'll if you read that. the whole story, you're going to know what they went through, how they went through yeah. it, and you're going to feel more fulfilled, even if it's a sad ending, unless it's the last few seasons of Dexter. But if if you watch... <laughs> but if yes. they would like to sponsor this podcast... Um, <laughs> but another thing, <laughs> listening to people like on this podcast talk about their stuff, what yeah. they've gone through, how they went through it, you might think, okay, well... This person mentioned that that they had a goal that they wanted to do, where they wanted to run their own business. Well, they did this. Well, I can't do that, but I can certainly do this. Yeah. Or, or they looked at a friend's business. Why can't I have friends that have businesses? I'll go and do that. So it, just it something really along those lines. There's so many correlations. And I always say in wrestling, and you hear this from fans, friends, or fans, wrestlers, everybody, they've found somebody they didn't know they would be so close with, and they never would have found it without wrestling. And yeah. before going through to wrestling, they had to reach out. They had to go to a show. They had to talk to a wrestler. They had to get trained. They had to find something. Put yourself out there, man. Yeah, yeah. put yourself out there. You know? And if you can't put yourself out there, do it on a small scale. Do it anonymously. Yeah. Send someone a personal somebody. message. Yeah. Send, send us a message, man. You know, yeah. whoever it is, it doesn't matter. And yeah. uh, Dream Loud podcast on the Facebook. Yeah. On the and Facebook. on Instagram, which yes. I just shared. And, and I mm -hmm. just want that thank you to, I know Amanda just said that thank you to everyone who's watching right now. We have we have just some great, uh, that's been really cool right now. Amanda showed me some different things. And oh, awesome. Yeah, we we definitely Sweet. appreciate it. And uh, and uh, Joe Mahalaj is there. Awesome. You know, yeah. Joe. Yeah. He was watching. I am hoping now that the wrestling people don't think I'm a baby face because uh, I will. You're turning, man. Yeah. You're going face on I us. certainly <laughs> will have. 
to slap you with my right hand and then slap you again with my left hand because my right hand hurts. So that's right. Yeah. Okay, the front or the back? Yes. Both. Both. <laughs> for the gentlemen, for the women and children. That's oh, right. That's how we, that's and there it like. is. Ladies and gentlemen for the world. Oh, no. Yeah, somebody's going to take that snippet. And when, I run, <laughs> when I run for office, did you know that he wants to hit women? Well, when we, promote the, the, when we promote the episode, that's all, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> They're like, whoa. I Turner sounds horrible. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is terrible. I'm so sorry. You know, I, I want to jump back to something you said really early on because it's something that I've trying to been focused on in my own business, whether it be yeah. Dream Loud or Dream Loud. Dream Loud, everything's Dream Loud. Dream to me. Loud. <laughs> we just, the, we whether like it's the podcast loud. or my studio or anything that I'm doing. And I don't think you use these words, but I want to call it. Um, Focusing on adding value to other people. Yeah. Especially when you're getting started, because I think it can be really overwhelming if you have the ambition to start a business or your own thing. If you think about, well, how can I, how can I make money doing this? Like nobody's yeah. going to be willing to pay me for this. But if you think of it in terms of think creatively and think, all right, this person may, may be way farther along than I am, but yeah. is there something I can do to offer them? It may even be as simple as buying them a coffee when they sure. really need it. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, you talked about that at the beginning. I kind of want to hear some, you know, if you have other thoughts about that kind of a thing. As far as a way to add value, do you mean? Or, other, just, or just like your mentality, because it seemed like you had that mentality yeah. when you went into it. Well, I get that from wrestling, because as a manager, uh, another thing is if I'm managing somebody, mm -hmm. normally it's what can I do to make them better? What what yeah. can me as the garnish do to make that steak? How can, can I, you put them over? Yeah. Can I yeah. say stuff that makes them sound larger than life? Can I... Obviously, through the course of a wrestling match, quote unquote, can I uh, help them in something that they may not see? And with guys I manage, I always try, especially if they're younger, I try and help them like, hey, I liked this. Hey, you did this well. I manage a guy who is a monster, uh, who is just a big guy, he's an intimidating guy. And when I talk about him, everything that I say, I truly believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's how I add value and try and help him. When outside of wrestling and my uh, other, my real life job, when I am doing what I'm doing and I'm in a meeting, if I have an idea that somebody may like, oh, they have this problem. Well, hey, I had this problem. Here's what I did. Mm -hmm. Or have you tried reaching out to so-and-so? In terms mm -hmm. of like encouraging or, people, yeah. putting people over even outside of wrestling. Yeah. Like yeah. the term putting people over, in other words, like uh, making them larger than yeah. life, helping them essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Putting people over means you're letting the people know that they're good, that they're great, they're yeah. et cetera. You can do that simply by helping, simply by encouraging, or sometimes just by listening. Yeah. Uh, they say that – well, I don't know who they are, but I'll take credit for this one. <laughs> I think a lot of times you can learn so much more by listening. When I wanted to get in wrestling, I asked a wrestler, what should I know about wrestling? As a 16-year-old kid, what, what can I do? And he said, keep your eyes and ears open and your mouth shut because you will learn a lot more. And I carry that through life. Hmm. And an example I will give – if anybody's ever seen it, if you've ever seen a guy talking to a woman, striking out completely, he's doing all the talking. Mm, it's not yeah. her talking and he just somehow strikes out. Hmm, that's like, really interesting. He's the one doing the talking. And a lot of times, too, with listening to a podcast, how I said earlier, how that can help, listen. Just listen to something. Listen to, like I said, your favorite song, a movie, podcast, uh, your favorite author, your favorite singer, your favorite somebody. Nobody goes through life saying, I don't like anybody. Yeah. There's somebody that they like, that they want to hear. What what I love doing with certain people um, is if somebody really wants to vent is maybe not the right word, but if somebody really has something they want to get off their chest yeah, and you just listen to them, they're going to think you're a genius. Yeah. 
Yeah. You like solved all my problems and really you didn't do anything. You yeah, just right. gave you them just a year. It's, yeah. it's an amazing you, sure. thing you can do. And you just gave away my biggest secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, man. <laughs> nah, and everybody has two ears. And yeah. if, if you, and uh, I don't say this sound funny, but if you don't have two ears, you can read like Facebook, social media is huge. I mean, people can send a tweet and you can respond instantly. It's, yeah. it, we're a society of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you feel right now. That can be some, that can help. That's why, I would never want somebody to think that there's nobody out there that will hear me. I understand yeah. how people have that, yeah. but in this day and age, I mean, you can instantly, instantly somebody will latch on to what you say. Yeah. So positive or negative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that absolutely is, all of that was super great advice. And I, I love to, because it's easy, it's even easy for me to get caught up in like, I need my skills to be this good. I need my skills to be this good. I need people to see my skills at this level. But if you can twist that around and be like, how can I make this person that I'm trying, trying to help or trying to get their business? How can I invest? How can I make them seem awesome? It's kind of a businessy technique too. I've seen other people. They're like the product you should, the product you sell should make or the, whatever it is you're, you're selling to a client. Yeah. Yeah. They should, they should see why that product makes them awesome. Yeah. It's way yeah. less about you than yeah, it is. Totally. And well, that can be applied to anything in life. What I sure. used to tell people when I was in sales, the first one of the first things I would say was, before we get started, I know your favorite radio station, W-I-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? <laughs> and sometimes they would laugh, yeah, and other yeah. times they'd go... Like they, I would see them in their head. W what? I've never, <laughs> I've never listened to that. And station. they're like, oh, and I, and then I would go in immediately. What's in it for them? Yeah. And I'd say, give me ten minutes. I will tell you how A, B, and C. And when I started, I didn't have the ability to go. Well, you know, I've worked with this person, that person, da da da. I would say the company I work for can do this. So find a creative way to say if you start in sales, or if you start in a business. I went to this school. I've done this. I've produced this. I've got this equipment. Yeah. If somebody doesn't know, like I always joke with people when I've done podcasts, like your setup is amazing. My setup sucks. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. like it blows my mind, the setup. And mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't know it, it's like, holy cow, there's a lot of wires and a lot of this <laughs> yeah, and a lot yeah. of that. Like it's very impressive. Not everybody that you would go into knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's another thing with finding what you love. Fantasy football. I mean, I've talked to Dan. I've talked to everybody in our league about stuff that – Nobody needs to know who the backup to the backup is on certain teams. But I feel like I know that. So if somebody came to me and they were like, hey, what's fantasy football? Like, what guy's a good running back? And I go, well, this guy's not under contract next year, so you're going to want to get this guy. But if you don't get this guy, this guy gets hurt a lot, so you're going to want to get this guy. It's like, whoa, I just asked one question. Right, yeah. But I can provide that because I know it. Yeah, that's a great example. Right. I do love that. So, and to understand, too, that that a lot of stuff is uh, suggestive and subjective. One of those words. Sometimes uh-huh. I'm smart. Sometimes I sound like an idiot. But one of those words. Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> no, but but it's like art. Uh, Picasso. Some people hate Picasso. They think he's just his art is too basic. They think it's plain. It's eh, it's okay. Uh, some people think Michelangelo. Well, he, he created a statue. Big deal. Like there's people that have those sure, beliefs. Sure. But you got to understand, somebody loves that. Yeah. Somebody absolutely thinks that's the greatest in the world. I just saw the movie Glitter. Glitter. With Mariah Carey. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I didn't, li- yeah. I, well, I didn't like it, but there's somebody out yeah. there that gave that a five-star rating. Definitely. <laughs> and that's why yeah. when it comes to art, especially professional wrestling, because professional wrestling is art on a grand scale. Totally. Mm-hmm. If somebody says, I like it when, 
you know, two girls uh, wrestle one another. At, well, why? Wow. Because they're yeah. two girls. And I'm like, that, 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 but that's what they like. I yeah. think that's a little sex, but that's what they like. Who am I? It's all art. But they're putting on great matches now. Yeah. But, well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's, yeah, it's definitely it's it's a legit, peak for women's wrestling. It's legit now, totally. Yeah. But yeah, but like if somebody said whatever their reason is, that's their reason. Yeah. That's what there is. And that, that kind of falls into what can you want? W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? What can right. I offer you so yeah. you understand what's in it for you? Yeah. That maybe it doesn't have to be what can you do that Dan can't. Yeah. It's what can you do because you're here right now. And that's a big part of it. Sometimes if you're the first, you win. Yeah. yeah. A lot of so, times you you do win yeah. if you are the first. I mean, that, that's a very, very, very big thing. And that's kind of like that with wrestling. Like I've heard people say, I didn't know there was wrestling in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll yeah. go, we'll come to this one. And if they don't know anything else, even if it's, you know – the worst thing they've ever seen. It's the only thing they've ever you seen. You just expose them to it. So they may go, ooh, they'll always remember that specifically. Yeah, yeah so totally. That helps. Yeah. Stuff. Dude, this has been a great episode. Do you have Thank anything you. else, Dan, you want to No, I'm good. I mean, I, I do, but it's, but. I know. Yeah. But it, that, I may talk for another four hours. This will be <laughs> no, a. That's, no, that's, <laughs> and, and, and I think, you know, as with all our guests, you know, um, We'd you know we'd love to have you back as you know we've oh, offered absolutely. that to all of our guests. Absolutely. We've thought all of our guests were awesome, but yeah, I mean there was a lot in terms of like you know working um, you know backstage with me. Oh, there's a lot, but we can all you know we can always cover That'll that. That'll be and, for next time. For uh, sure, absolutely. A little little bit of a, a tease for uh, as the industry would say, but yeah, but yeah a lot of I I think um, you know a lot of things that I wanted to know that we can kind of get into for the next time is just um, you know I, I always call it. You know, swimming with sharks, people working in the backstage. Um, oh, you know, dang, kind of that would have been with... fun to get into. Oh, that's a teaser for next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, so so uh, be prepared for it because Ben and I have some great stories about that. So just mm-hmm. in terms of um, you know, swimming with sharks because you deal with a lot of a lot of egos. Not you know? literal sharks, by no. the way. <laughs> I like find something you love. I love to swim with sharks. Don't tell them uh, that. That's no. so interesting. <laughs> but but yeah, I think that's that'd be you know that would be great for next time or anything else. But I I've I've always just really enjoyed that and and how you have um you have dealt with that because you mm-hmm. have the like people see your gimmick your character and you know they think but like me that I know you like you have no ego you're one of the nicest person I ever know I'm you're sorry right. I'm sorry for ruining your character <laughs> oh but, no I'll, I'll bury no. <laughs> I'll bury everybody uh in the crowd <laughs> yes on Saturday. that's right but um but no I, there's that um but at the same time like you know you have to deal and balance with all these um you know all these different egos and things like that so I think that that'd be great for the future uh but yeah that's something that I want to get to in the next time because I just think that's a great topic because you have no ego ego but you're 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 with so many of these people that do just navigating that thing. So we can we can touch on that. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 hello to Mike. And thank you to everybody who is listening now. Thank you to everyone on Facebook that, that yeah. Listened. Thank you so much. Um, I I saw you know Amanda was showing me some of the things and it was awesome. Like I I was so happy to see some of the comments and to see some of the people watching and I thought that was really cool. You know, and I just I just thought it was really cool to see that. Um. I can't tell you how excited I was to see some of the different things and some of the comments. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yeah, guys, you, to everybody. We're glad that we're glad that you're enjoying it. And yeah. um, if like, you know, if that, you, that makes me elated, right? Yeah. And if you know somebody else that would enjoy it, I'd encourage you to share it. Yeah, on your there pages. We go. Yeah, share. Uh, you know, give sure, us a, sure, give sure. us a rating like it on iTunes. That that definitely helps a lot. Instagram too, right? Instagram, Instagram Facebook. I love that somebody just wrote Donut Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> donut. Donut, man. I love it. Is that a good donut? Is it? 
I love the good. ones with. How dare you not bring us? It's a, yeah, where's my donut? He brought me hot chocolate the other day. It was awesome. Good guy. And now he's leaving. I, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. He's like, I've eaten my donut on Facebook. You sound, you sound offended. You're like, what a great guy. Where's my donut? All right, let's let's wrap this sucker yeah. up. Uh, you want, you're, you're going to get a donut. Thank, thank you. you so thank much you for being on. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Your first name, by the way. Thank you so much. I know, yeah. We didn't even get into the story. We don't have to. We didn't get into the story about Ben and Ben. Yeah, this was Meet. the Ben that I thought we were going to go and oh, see. That was, yeah, okay. that was this the Ben. ben. Whenever but another thing for real quick. Part and, yeah, two. For and we had this in an earlier episode, but um, we were going to have dinner with Ben, uh, Ben Hall. This Ben. And this Ben. And, Do you know this uh, story? No. No. Okay. This is you. You need to tell it. It's really good. Go ahead, dear. All right. So we we had just uh, been talking to Ben at that point. Ben yeah. talking ben to Ben. There's so much Ben's going on. Yeah. So he's a rock star, right? Okay. So <laughs> he's really. like, we're gonna go have dinner with Ben, and I was like, he's like, he's a good guy, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I've known Ben for like ten years. Of course, I know Ben's a good me. guy. And that, and yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. She had never met Ben to that point, um, and just knew, you know. And I, and I was like, yeah, Ben's great. Like he's a great guy. We've been talking and everything. And I was and like, yeah, yeah she's, I'm driving. Yeah, by she's the way. driving, and she's like, awesome. I know so Ben's. I, a, yeah, I know Ben's a great guy. And yeah, then come I turned. Tell me something I, I don't he's know. Go, not that Ben. And I turned to look at him, and I was like, I'm not going. Like it was just kind of like this. It was this like slow neck turn. Like what? I It took me a minute to process it. We're, we're not seeing that Ben. We're seeing the, yeah, it was oh. the imitation Ben. Yeah. Because uh, he had uh, been talking about going to dinner or something with you because we owed you dinner for we something. We did owe you I dinner at that point. Yeah. I don't we think still, we ever yeah. paid up. Though. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> but I did, say, I did introduce you to the, the chicken oh, and Eaton Park. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. If they would like to sponsor as well, they Eaton can, Park. Uh, yeah. Please. Eaton Park, the, the, what is the, the roasted the, chicken? The, or the, the, the herb, herb crusted chicken. Herbie. It's called herb because there's an H in it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, to thank you guys this so awesome. much. It's been a great episode. And uh, guys, it's we love doing this yeah, thank you. week week in, week out. And we hope that we've encouraged you to dream loud. So go kill it out there again yeah. this week. Yeah. Go kill it.